The Words with Chris and Drew podcast is part of Podnose, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. For episode archives of Words with Chris and Drew and all of the shows on the network, visit us at www.podnose.com. You can also follow us on Twitter by at Podnose or send us an email by admin at podnose.com. fresh hell is this <laughs> this is the return of words with chris and drew i'm chris well hot dog and you're drew yeah right yeah. so um yeah so this is the start of season three um wow should just point out we um we have we're gonna be having a running feature through this season in which uh well adam mcdarrett suggested that we record Andrew completing a jigsaw puzzle. Um, he thought that would be fun. Yeah, so we're going to have little uh, little snippets of Andrew's journey through the jigsaw puzzle through the season. I want to point out that we've just recorded... About two and a half hours. It's worth. about two and a half hours of Andrew doing the jigsaw puzzle. It's still not finished. Yeah. So we're going to finish recording that and... You'll obviously hear the progress as it goes on, but you're a little bit stressed now, aren't you? What are you talking about? Come I'm on, don't you know, don't play up to the listeners. You were sitting in there, I'm totally, losing your fucking mind. I'm totally zen, mate. Okay, yeah, sure. Well, we'll see because we'll see how you handle. Yeah, We've got right. some new questions. Yeah, yeah. Look, listen, can, can you hear him? He's so like abrupt and cold and like he was being a bit sarcastic in there as well, like with his comments, like. We haven't had the theme music yet. Let's do that quickly. Oh, okay. So what have we been up to since the last season? Oh, loads. All sorts of doings. I don't even remember when we finished the last one. Oh, I think it would have been... Would? Would. I think it would have been um, <laughs> late May, early June, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Um, well, we have uh, <clears throat> fresh questions. We also asked if people still wanted Andrew's joke of the week and... The two people that, <laughs> the two people that got back to us on that yep. said, yes, please. So, that's so just for that, I've got the best one ever now. Yep. And you told me earlier it's going to make me want to physically hurt you. It probably will, yeah. So that's promising. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, so as usual, let's jump into some questions. And thank you for all the questions and sticking by us again. Yeah. Cheers, guys, because, you know, we didn't have these questions. This show would not be a thing. Exactly. That would suck. Yeah. Right. First question of Hit the me. new season. Hit me. Matt Raven. Hello, Matt Raven. He says, Morrissey, why? Uh, well, I expect if you asked Morrissey, Morrissey would say, why not? Well, maybe. Do you have an opinion on Morrissey? Morrissey the man or Morrissey the artist? Let's say Morrissey the man. Uh, yeah. 
is a bit of a plonker. Why is he a bit of a plonker? For I people that don't know. I think he said something akin <clears throat> to uh, the you know the, the massacre that happened in Nor Norway a few years ago. I think Morrissey likened it. He said, "Well, yeah, if you eat meat, you've got nothing to complain about because that's what you're doing every day, etc., etc." Oh yeah. And I think the entire world basically said, "Shut up." <laughs> yeah. But he's very anti-meat. Um, yeah, he's a vegetarian. Fine, you know. But yeah, but. trying to compare that to. Uh, you know, a national disaster or, a, you know, a massacre. Yeah, not cool, man. No. Definitely not cool. Pretty much. And not the same as having a burger, really. <laughs> a beef burger. No. No, quite right. Quite right. So, yeah, and there's all sorts of other things. I gather he's meant to be a bit pretentious and a bit of an arse and, you know. Yeah. But it's Morrissey, the artist. I don't mind the Smiths, actually, you know. You don't mind the Smiths? No, I don't mind the Smiths at all. Didn't they have an album called Meat is Murder? Uh, yes, probably. Yeah. I guess who chose the name for that one? Yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Morrissey himself. And um, uh, lots of heart-rending lyrics, apparently. Yeah. I don't think it's, it's a generational thing, maybe, is in the way for me there, because it's it's the generation sort of just who, a little bit older than us absolutely worship the Smiths, whereas I feel we may be slightly too young. Yeah, I've never I think, been... Yeah, it's, it's just one of those things that you maybe had to be there. It's that strange generation that pretends to, like, neither Queen or Pink Floyd absolutely worships the Smiths for some reason. Yeah, that makes no sense yeah. at all. I know. I know. But I know people like that, and it's really weird. Yeah. Well, they're wrong. Anyway. So, but we didn't answer why, <laughs> did we? Well, why? Why? Why Morrissey? Um, I mean, why, why does he exist? What's his purpose? All I've got is Morrissey, why? I mean... Yeah, if this is sort of a grand existential question, I think most people are, you know, spend their entire lives not being able to answer the meaning of their own existence, let alone anyone else's. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So you're saying Matt shouldn't be worried about why? No, I suppose not really. Just just accept it. Accept yeah. it as something that <clears throat> is. Would okay. be my advice. There you go, Matt. Thank you. Um, okay. <laughs> Your favourite person, Adam McJarrett. Oh, hey, man. Yeah, the... Uh, Jigsaw, as he's now known. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it is a little bit. Like, it was a little bit like uh, one of the Saw films, yeah. sitting in there watching you. Yeah, if you don't finish the puzzle in twenty seconds, then you get a spike in your head or something. Yeah. Well, he's got a question. Um, what's your most memorable festival experience, performing or attending? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Anything well, spring to mind. Performing, I suppose there was the time that we did the big stage at Bloodstock, wasn't there? Oh yeah, that's, that was fun. That was very memorable. But do you know what's interesting about that is I don't actually remember any of the stuff that happened in the middle. I remember starting the set and finishing the set. Being on stage, you mean you just? But the actual, yeah. I remember. I remember feeling like it was the first time I'd experienced. Um, a show where the weather actually affected like the, the sound oh right yeah 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 no because it, there was points on stage where it would suddenly there'd be a gust of wind and I couldn't hear any guitar yeah and then it would come back again yeah it's such a strange phenomenon <clears throat> that isn't it that is weird yeah, it makes sense but yeah when you're outdoors outdoor festival and suddenly a big gust comes across the stage suddenly music's gone yeah <laughs> yeah that was weird what about attending though anything happened at a festival that sticks in your mind? Any like particular... Most memorable moment? Any particular performances that I remember? Mm. 
or things like that. Or just anything happening. It doesn't even have to be related to music, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, none that like sticks out really. Oh, well. I remember you jumping in a bin. That was pretty memorable. Uh, you don't remember, saw you it. don't remember it because you didn't see it. I remember it. being told and oh, thinking, yeah, yeah. "Wow, what an idiot!" Yeah. <laughs> Basically, uh, what's your most memorable memorable well, uh, thing other than playing? Um. I remember at Wacken, heads down, socks off. Oh, heads down, socks off. That will that. always stick in my mind because I don't think I've ever laughed so hard in my life. That watching. was really funny. For anyone that doesn't know, the rules of heads down, socks off, a game that I invented. Yes. Um, it's basically two people on their knees, socks pulled up as high as they can. First one to get the other person's socks off wins the game. And it's basically like a wrestling match and the rules are obvious. Yeah, and no. it's not at all homoerotic. No, <laughs> not at all. But there was just a point with you and... It just so happens that you get groups of men rolling around covering <laughs> each other, trying to pull bits of clothes off each other. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, well, you're just, you're being really, like, you know, aggressive. No, I'm not. You are. You're being, you're being snidey, you little comments, you know. You're just upset. This is just, this is just me generally, Stress. surely. No, not, not as bad. I haven't noticed it this bad. It's that puzzle. It's done something to you. It's it's affected my brain. Is it the fact that you know you've got to go back to it as well? That isn't helping. <laughs> well, yeah, cheers, Adam, for your question and for your wonderful idea of the puzzle. Uh. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, Robert Honeyman. Hey, Rob. Um, who'd win in a fight, Oscar the Grouch or the Cookie Monster? Hmm. It's a tricky one. Yeah. I always get the impression that Oscar the Grouch, he's the one that's in the bin, isn't he? He's the bloke who lives in the bin. <laughs> yeah. I always get it. well, first of all, he'd have he'd be able to throw stuff, but I've never seen him get out of that bin. Does he have legs? That's why I want, I don't know. Does he have a bottom half I mean, at all? Because, I mean, in that sense, the Cookie Monster's surely got an advantage, because he mm. could either just, you know, sit on the bin lid. Have you ever seen the Cookie Monster's legs, though? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Does he have legs, ever? Cookie Monster walks about and stuff, yeah. I've never seen him walking about. Have you seen him in Family Guy? Walking that's around? not. That's not. That's non-canon, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but you know, Oscar the Grouch was in Family Guy, and he was in a bin. Well, that's non-canon as well. Yeah, but he was in a bin. Okay, Oscar so the Grouch, like it's still not admissible though. So what? All right, go on. So I don't know who'd win in a fight. I'm not going to say anything anymore. I think you get the feeling that living in a bin, you'd have to imagine that Oscar the Grouch was more streetwise. Yeah, you know, maybe the Cookie Monster's a bit overweight as well. I'm eating too many cookies. Eating all those cookies. Then again, Oscar the Grouch, all that fattening hobo he, cuisine. He might just live off of junk. Yeah. So he's probably a bit unhealthy. So who'd win? Who'd win? Well, we know for a fact that he, Oscar the Grouch does have a bludgeoning weapon he can use. He, <laughs> he could does. use the bin lid, can't he? He could. He could use it as a missile weapon. He could throw it. But like Cookie Monster could throw cookies. What's a cookie going to do if it hits you in the noggin, though? I don't know. It's gonna go. Yeah, but if you're as if you're, and if you're living off of, yeah, but if you're living off of garbage, then you can't be very strong. So he might a cookie to the forehead might take him out completely. How do you know he doesn't get himself down to the soup kitchen a couple of times a week? How do you know he does? I don't. Know. Well, I'm just saying it's uh, <laughs> it's not an area we can really sort of. Who'd win? I'm backing Oscar the Grouch okay. because not only is he street presumably street smart, yeah, he's also you know. My recollection is that he wasn't... He did have a slightly cynical streak to him as well. Mm. 
you know. Whereas Cookie Monster just seems to be a little bit naive. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There was a charming innocence about the Cookie Monster. I suppose, yeah. You know. Okay, so you're going Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. Besides which, you know, you say Oscar the Grouch might not be healthy because of his diet. I mean, the Cookie Monster subsists literally entirely on cookies. I mean, what sort of state do you yeah, think but he's the good point, in? The point I'm making is and that... What sort of condition his digestive system okay, is going to be in? but... So he might be a bit overweight and stuff, but he, then he'd have the weight advantage. Yeah. Whereas Oscar the Grouch eating all this shit. Yeah. We just don't know. All right, well... So I'm, I'm backing Oscar the Grouch. Well, there you go, Rob. Cheers. He might have some other stuff in that um, bin of his as well. He might have a like knife. Dirty needles. <laughs> yeah. It's not very Sesame Street, is it? No. no. Sesame Street after dark. <laughs> Popping out of a dirty needle and stabbing Cookie Monster. Yeah, alright. Um, Emily Walton. Hey, Em. Um, what do you want most for Christmas? <sighs> what? I... What's your problem? Nothing. What? You seem unhappy with the question. Uh, what? Uh, no. It's a perfectly good question. Alright. Um, I want most for Christmas. The opportunity to be able to skip this Christmas. Sorry. What do you mean? To skip. Skip it. Uh, As in, you want a skipping rope? No, no. I would like to be able to skip. <laughs> right. You don't want Christmas. You no. want your Christmas present to be, I don't want a Christmas. Just sort of be able to hibernate through the entire thing. Wake up around about oh, you January sound, the 3rd. You sound a bit like Oscar the Grouch now. I don't know, he got in the festive spirit from time to time, didn't he? I just mean you sound like a grouch and a miserable bastard. What's wrong with Christmas? Nothing wrong with Christmas. So why do you want to skip it? What does that mean? Uh, I, I, I think I've, I'm uh, well and truly sort of uh, disenchanted with Christmas. Yeah, but there must be something you enjoy about Christmas. I enjoy the food. There's, yeah, there's definitely everyone that. enjoys the food. But, you know, you don't, do you need to necessarily wait until December 25 to have... Turkey with stuffing and cranberry sauce and bread sauce. No, but it's 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 a special occasion, isn't it? And yeah. it's, the, it's the I think the fact that you do wait all year means you look forward to it rather than going, oh, I'll skip it. This but year. does it not get to a point eventually where it becomes sort of like a grinding inevitability rather than something you look forward to? It does to? if you're a fusty old sandcastle. Yeah, well, like you. No, but I offer no apology. <laughs> So there you go, Emily. Andrew doesn't want a Christmas this year. So if you can make that happen for him and lock him in a cupboard or something, then I didn't say lock him in a cupboard. Well, how else are you going to how, avoid how, how, how are you going to avoid Christmas? How does Paul's imprisonment in, in yeah, well? How does this? how does how how are you going to avoid Christmas when everyone well, this else is, wants this a Christmas? Is, this is the thing, isn't it? I'm I'm fundamentally wishing for something I can't have. Well, there you go. Because you know, maybe you'd like to change your answer for something you could have for Christmas. Do you want a jigsaw puzzle? All right, world peace. Oh, well, you can't yeah. have that either. Well, uh, um, so I'm, I'm entering this world next year in case you didn't realize. Oh, cool, cool. Actually, that sounded wrong. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, brilliant. That's not what I meant. <laughs> oh, well. Um, cheers, Emily. Um, Rab McLennan. Hey, Rab. He wanted, this is a strange one. He said, what will, you, what will his first question be after Bloodstock? Bloodstock, as you know, is tomorrow, it begins. It does, doesn't it? All the fun begins tomorrow. Rob is attending. He wants to know what question will he ask upon returning. Chris Rab, Gillen also um, said to him that it will be food related. I'm not a clairvoyant, Rab. No. I'm you, many things, but not that's not one of them. But do you think that maybe because he's at Bloodstock, he'll have something related to the food at Bloodstock? Well, uh, maybe. Oh, I'll probably. I actually had a hot dog at Bloodstock once. That's. Oh. Uh, 
That's uh, taking your life in your hands, isn't it? Yeah, that was t- <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was good though. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it was terrible. Oh. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of sausage was it? Was it like sort it was of, one of those, frank, it was a frankfurter, frankfurter uh, but it was the bun was like stale, oh. and it was a really big hot dog as day, well. Was it day three? What a chance! It could have been. I can't remember. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, food's not great. I think with the bread bread items, you want to get in early because obviously yeah, yeah. The, the bread's still fresh and all the rest of it. Yeah, I think it's the food at Bloodstock actually isn't that bad these days depends what you get I think yeah yeah but yeah. I wouldn't if well, do you remember Jason's triple burgers that he oh, ate yeah. the entire time yeah oh my god yeah no disgraceful for anyone that is going bluster this year just uh, stick to like you know they do like the Chinese and stuff and some of the stuff's alright but I'd steer clear of the hot dogs that's my advice Eddie, who, who was selling the hot dogs though I don't remember uh, fair enough a hot dog stand <laughs> there is a calzone stand there as well they just cost about a million pounds. Yeah, everything does at festivals. Usually. Yeah, it's true. They, yeah, once you're in the site, they know they've got you by the balls. Yeah. Basically. So are we basically saying that we don't know what he'll ask, but it will probably be food related, uh, and possibly um, bloodstock related as well. Oh, I don't know. Maybe he'll have an epiphany when he comes back. Maybe, he maybe he'll want to know something deeply philosophical. Maybe he'll want to know, well. If we assume that Descartes was right about the body and mind being separate, how indeed can we confirm the presence of the body? Would you prefer a question like that? Well, I'd, I'd, it would amuse me that, you know, coming from Rab. Because, <laughs> like, literally it's been, every week it's been food, 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 Cartesian dualism. <laughs> that would be yeah. quite amusing. Okay, yeah. All right, cool. Um, next up, our host, George Grimwood. Hey, George. Um... He wants to know, if you were a garbage pal kid, what would your name be and what would your card look like? What's a garbage pal kid? Oh, no. You don't know? I'm afraid not. No, if I missed out. Um, they were basically like a sort of... They were like... Do you remember the Cabbage Patch kids? Do you remember them? Oh, yeah, yeah I faintly recall. The garbage pal kids were basically like a sort of... I guess like a parody of those where it's like... There would be a little card of a person, someone's name, like... These, um, these people have business cards. No, they're like collector's cards. Like Oh, right, right, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. It's kind of hard because if you don't know what they are, then... Frame of reference, you know. Yeah, we would basically be like someone... I'm trying to think of an example of one. Um, uh, what was one called? I'm trying to think of some of them. It'd basically be like a kid... It'd be like a kid with like... They'll all have like a problem... Or something like a health issue or like something bad about them. This sounds monumentally depressing. It is. Uh, I can try and find them a picture of one. Um, so basically if I was a child with something terminally <laughs> wrong with me. No, not what? necessarily like terminally wrong with you. Okay. Just like, I mean, yours could be um, Drew the Pooh. And it would be a picture, nice. a picture of you sitting on a toilet or something. That's like a really bad example. Okay. Let me try and um, find a picture of one. Um, there should be loads on Google. Google.com. Bear with us, folks, just to give Andrew an idea of what the hell we're talking about. Yeah, this better be worth it. This surprises me because I knew what these were, but you don't. And what, when, when, did the, when was this a thing, then? Because uh, I, this passed me by completely. Hold on, let me... If I, here we go, Garbage Barrel Kids. Images. So... Okay, so there's one called Adam Bomb. Adam Bomb, I and see. And you can see the picture there is a kid whose head's exploding. 
New, yeah, his head is turning into a mushroom cloud. Yes, so it's sort of a play on words to atom bomb. Um, so that type of thing. And he, he's like, what would, you, what would yours be? I'll give you another example. Um, here is... What's this guy's name? Uh, oh, no, no, that's not going to help. Go on, chop, chop. All right, mate. Uh, it's just my internet's a little bit slow. Yeah. Oh, pardon me, sorry. Oh, that's terrible. There you go, you could be belching Andrew. <laughs> I don't know. That's terrible. not really a pun, though, is it? Okay, well, there's... Is, is, is the pun sort of like... Alright, so there's one, there's another one here called Eye Candy Mandy, and the picture is a girl pulling her own eye out with a fork. Bloody hell. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of thing we're talking about. Okay. So it's got to be a bit of either rhyming or a bit of alliteration or yeah. a play I'll tell you what, words. I'll look up one for Andrew. Okay. We'll see what he comes up with. Ashcan Andy. Ashcan Andy, what's and that? And it's like, you're just like some bin. I'm a bin. <laughs> rolling about. I'm a dustbin. Yeah. Basically. So. Wow. There you go. Handy Andy. And he's putting like his hands for his own head. Lord. <laughs> I don't think. Can you think of one for yourself, or should we just leave that? Um, well, Andy and Andrew seem to have been taken. Yeah. So it's got to be Drew, isn't it? Drew. Uh, oh dear. I need to go away and think about this. Really. Yeah. Let's say Drew the Pooh. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers, George. Cheers, um, George. Um, Carl Smith. Hey, Carl. Um, if you could create a god, what name would you use, and how could people show they were true believers? It's <clears throat> quite a good one. So you mean like sort of like in the style of L. Ron Hubbard? Well, yeah. You know. Hmm. What would you, what would you call this god? Well, it depends what I'm creating him for. Is it just for a laugh or <laughs> as a business venture or? I'd say as a god that is that you would think of as a just god and a worthy god. Or oh, okay. Oh right, blimey! A, a genuinely supreme being. Yeah. What would you call him, or her, or it? Wow! Does a god have to be gendered? Well, there you go. I'd say let's let's just say, not necessarily. Okay. So, names? Uh, call it anything we like, couldn't we? Just a name. Bob. Bob. Horace. I like Horace. You prefer yeah, Horace. Wasn't Horace an actual god, an Egyptian god? Really? No, you're thinking of Horace. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it looks a bit like Horace. Horace. Alright, let's just say Horace. Okay, Horace. Pray to Horace. Pray and to what, Horace. And what, um, how could people show they were true believers of Horace? <sighs> Just by being a righteous person. A righteous dude. Just saying, you know, positive waves and yeah. saying things that are righteous and hopeful. That would and show just their true believers. Try and dig how beautiful the world is, man. <laughs> is that your hippie answer? Yeah, why not? Alright, cool. That's is that not a good is that not a sufficient no, display fair of uh, Praise be Horace. Yeah. So anyone that is of a good nature, prove it. Yeah. Pray yeah, to yeah. Horace. Just be a righteous dude. There you go. Alright. Um, Martin Bird. Hey, Martin Bird. He wanted us to do a live cocktail making, um, so we can't really do that right now, but he was like, he want, He said the best name for the cocktail would win. Alright, okay. So we've got to not only create a new drink from scratch, yeah. but also... Uh, 
So what we could do is right now come up with names for our drinks and then in a later episode we could do that as a feature. Ooh, make them. Make them. Test them. And go, I have now created the whatever. Mm. So what would I, what would you, well you have a think, what would you want to call your cocktail? Well I suppose the thing is you've got to have one or two kinds of booze in there but also there's got to be a mixer to make yeah, a cocktail, yeah, yeah. haven't you? So I suppose it all starts from what kind of booze do you want to use? Yeah. I'm probably going to think about the ingredients later and think, just think of a name. Okay. Um, okay, you got a name? Uh, I've, I've thought of one for yours. Gone. Yours could just be the... Um, <laughs> the Fusty Sandcastle. Would you actually order that at a bar? <laughs> could I have Why a not? Fusty Sandcastle? <laughs> it sound, yeah, but it sounds like a cocktail. It doesn't sound that enticing, does it? It doesn't have to. Well, you've got slippery in, nipple. Does you, that sound like well more than more than a fusty sandcastle? <laughs> yeah, they're, all, they're all meant to have sort of cheeky names, aren't they? Yeah, really? I suppose. Like um, what's the other one? Sex, Sex on the beach. Sex on the beach. Screaming orgasm. And yeah, all that stuff. And all that sort of stuff. Um, I didn't count the one called a sea breeze. A sea breeze. No, you go to the bar and say, "Could I have a sea breeze, please?" <laughs> okay. Um, that was quite nice, actually. That was vodka, grapefruit, and something else. Okay. Oh, and cranberry. Vodka, cranberry, and grapefruit. Sounds all right. It was okay, but it, it, because it had a fairly sour, bitter taste, it meant that you couldn't, like, glug the entire thing in one go, which, given yeah. that it had, you know, a couple of shots of vodka in there, was probably a good thing. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't want to glug that ridiculously fast, no. or anything, would you? No. That would just cause no end of... Well, uh, I think we should create the Fusty Sandcastle. No, I'm not a fusty sandcastle. You are? I, I'm not having that. <laughs> that would be what yours would be called. That is it? No, I'm not. I'm, right, much, I'm, much, I'm much more a force of nature than that. So what would you be? Um, the fusty sandstorm? I'm not fusty. <laughs> what, what's, what's all this fusty business? Uh, you just are. I don't even... Could you even define fusty for me? Yeah, you know, like... Old and... Old-fashioned and dated. Old-fashioned. <laughs> you are. Some of the things you say. Like what? Oh, I can't. It's, you, you'll come out with one. Don't worry. Right. Whenever you say something that I think is fusty, I'll I feel be like sure I'm, to I'm, tell I'm you. I'm more like a, an immovable object rather than a fusty sandcastle. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, you know, a much mightier structure than that, obviously. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, big what? time. I'm like... Uh, you know, um, what's something really, a really old building that's still there? I don't know. Stonehenge. So would you call your cocktail Stonehenge? Stonehenge. How is that appetising? Well, it sounds mystical, doesn't it? Like me. You're mystical, are you? Totally. Okay. Totes. Totes oh mystical, stop, babe. Stop, stop trying, oh, look, <laughs> stop trying look to Look at be... me being all old-fashioned. Oh, yeah, 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 trying to be unfusty now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, in Stonehenge, you'd have, uh, well, whiskey on the rocks, eh? Yeah? Okay, Get yeah. It? yeah. Well done, well done. So, whiskey, ice, Dr Pepper, okay. because why not? No, actually, that's a terrible idea. It's your cocktail, mate. I know, I know, I haven't forgotten. Uh, what does whiskey actually mix well with, apart from... Uh, well, it was obviously... Jack Daniels. Coke and stuff like that. Yeah, Jack Daniels and Coke. 
But, um, orange juice? Would that work? Whiskey and orange juice. I've, someone, I swear someone said they've had that before, but it doesn't appeal to me. Personally. Okay, so whiskey, orange, uh, <laughs> okay. what else? What else? Some sort of liqueur. Some, maybe. Like something, what's a green liqueur? Uh, ooh, <laughs> lethal, mate. Imagine that. Orange juice. Chris, maybe, maybe it's a dash of creme de menthe oh, no. on the top. Ugh. No, that sounds ghastly. It's actually. horrible. Yeah, maybe we should come back to this. Yeah, yeah. We'll go away. We'll do it. We'll do this as a feature. We'll make cocktails. The cocktail challenge. The live cocktail challenge. Wow. And then we'll have a bit more time to think about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. The, oh, you'll love this question, Dan Cox. Hey, Dan Cox. Um, what kind of tea drinking shed would you have in your garden? You can have sheds he specifically he, for tea he, drinking, can you? Well, this is an idea. Dan said to me in the pub, he was just like, I'll make him a tea shed. Will he actually? He was up for it. Oh, awesome. So, it, you know, what would you have in your tea shed? You know, wow. He suggested having... A kettle? Shell, obviously. He said that having, like, shelves which had, like, slots for specific biscuits. So you just, like, stack all the biscuits up in the okay. shelves. You see where I'm going with this? So, yeah, yeah. You know. This does make sense. So describe to us what your ideal tea drinking shed would be. Mm. What would be in there? What kind of chair would you have? Would you have some a newspaper in there? Nah. No? Nah. You'd like to focus on the tea. Yeah, hand. yeah, yeah. I, th- I Not feel distracted like... by Yeah, although maybe maybe a radio. Maybe a radio. A radio. Yeah. So which plays got... the archers on the bus for the whole week just in case you need to catch up at any point. Okay, so you've got a comfy chair. A radio with the archers on repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Young. You got your kettle. Got a kettle. Um, I suppose you need some tea because it would be a bit embarrassing if you, yeah. you know, go to trouble and have your tea, tea shed. shed. You ain't got any bloody tea, eh? Yeah, I know. What kind of knob would do that? I know, right? Um, yeah, you could have like a vending machine full of tea bags. A vending it's free. machine? Obviously it's free, but they're all in there and you go in and go, oh, what do I fancy today? And then just press the button. Do you not feel like part of the joy of drinking the tea sometimes is the sort of ritual of making it? No, right? I don't. Yeah, no, of course. But I mean, I'm saying just the tea bag comes out. Okay, but yeah. what if what if it's like um, you know what if you don't necessarily want bagged tea? What if you want the thing with a strainer and you know? Yeah, you could have all that the full, too. The full, the full, the full works. Could a vending machine cope that. with that? Well, this is the point. It's your t-shirt. You can have anything you want in there. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I don't think we. Dan have... will build it. Don't think we'll have a vending machine. Alright, fine. I think that'll make it look a bit tacky, well, to be honest. In. All you've got so far is a kettle, a comfy chair, a radio with the arches on. Where's your tea coming from? Uh, well, you've got to have it covered, I suppose, to put the tea in. Just a cupboard? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cool. Any, any better ideas? Vending machine. Cupboard. <laughs> okay. Uh, you've got to have a fridge to keep the milk in, obviously. Yep. Or yeah. you could have your own cow. Fridge. <laughs> All right then. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think. I think. Uh, is it actually? Is it even possible to drink milk straight from a cow? I'm going to say probably not, because no it probably needs to be, pasteurised and swished about a bit. Probably. Stir it, boil it, yep. do all sorts of things before all it's right. fit for human consumption. So you got your. Although fridge. interestingly, people say some people who don't obviously like dairy say that, you know, milk is not actually all that good for human digestion anyway. No, what do they know? Um, well, they've been. I don't know. What? Maybe, maybe we should ask them. Maybe. 
What would you have in your T-shirt then, Mr... I've told you, mate. Mr. I'd have a cowl, a vending machine, a comfy chair. I wouldn't have a shitty radio with the arches on all the time. What would you have then? It'd be fucking mental. (laughs) I don't know. I'd just have like a... Uh, like a CD player with my favourite CDs and sit there drinking my okay, tea listening well, to some tunes it, do you need that you could have my t-shirt's already better than your t-shirt I'm not I'm not I'm not yeah I'm not going to get Dan to like waste his carpentry skills on your shit shed you can come around and drink tea in my shed yeah. and then be like well, well yeah I can come around and drink and tea and then go back your to your shed. t-shed and go oh, and I then, wish I had a cow yeah well no because you'd be like oops I haven't got any milk this time why would I when I've got a cow you, See, can't, if I had you, a can't, cow. you can't just milk a cow directly into the cup. That's absurd. <laughs> I love that hand movement. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, I could do what I want. It's my t-shirt. Yeah, but if you don't, don't like don't, it, don't expect anyone to drink the tea, though. Well, if you don't want it, if you don't want to drink tea in my t-shirt, then don't come round. All right, I won't I'll drink you. tea, but I just won't drink tea that you've made because it will be wrong. Well, you're not allowed to drink tea that you've made in my t-shirt. Oh right, you buy elsewhere, you sup elsewhere. Right? Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, anyway, thanks, Dan, for the question. You've we've had an argument about t-shirts at this point I think it's time to um, actually uh, kick off our Andrew's Jigsaw Jamboree episode one (laughs) Jigsaw music right oh fragile day kalukale it's time for the first instalment of uh Drew's Jigsaw Jamboree. So, right on. Without further ado, would you like to uh, introduce the, uh, the puzzle? Yeah, first of all, introduce what puzzle have you selected? Well, we've got here a map jigsaw puzzle, and this is by a company called Planet Puzzles in association with, let me just check the box, Map Marketing Limited. Okay, so, and this is a company that makes jigsaw puzzles of areas of the Ordnance Survey map. So we couldn't and have picked a more boring <laughs> jigsaw puzzle. Yeah, and uh, basically they, it centres on the building of your choice. In this case, my house. I had no idea we had this, but uh, you know. So this is basically a, like in a, a, a sort of bird's eye view of your area. Yes, yes, according to the Urban Ordnance Survey map. And as I said, if anyone wants to get their own, um, you know, <laughs> can't map marketing limited. Yeah. So yeah, be sure to pick up your Check own. Check them out, mate. Um, should say, um, yeah, thanks to Adam Jarrett, because this was his idea. So if anyone, you know, has any problems with uh, Andrew's Jigsaw Jamboree, then take it up with uh, Mr. Mac Jarrett. Yeah. Okay, um, would you like to proceed? Oh, I've been looking forward to this all day, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All, all 255 pieces oh, right there. Yeah, that sound. Yeah, that. Has that got your juices blown? If that doesn't, well, nothing will. Absolutely. You ready for this? I'm ready, mate. Right, I'm let's do let's it. get cracking. Right. So, a couple of pro tips for you at home if you've uh, if you're kind of newcomers to the old board game, board game, jigsaw game. You got to do the edges first. This is great. Okay. Or the corners. Better yet, if you do the corners first, get those out of the way because they're the easiest pieces, obviously, to find when you tip the whole lot out. Mm. You see, you know. So. Yeah. Pro so tips. Giving out pointers. Well, you know, I, I, you know, it took me a long time to accrue all of this amazing knowledge, and it would be horrible if I just kept it all to myself, wouldn't it? Are you, uh, are you an expert on jigsaw puzzles? Would you say? Not really, but I've got a couple of the basic principles down. You know, enough to kind of. You had much experience with it. Well, this particular puzzle, just puzzles in general. Puzzles in general. I think the biggest I did was probably 150 once. And oh, that, so this is, and that's what. Yeah, but I was a lot younger then. You know, I was about oh, 10 okay. when I did that. 
and that felt like a big achievement, I can tell you. Would you say this is the biggest jigsaw puzzle you've ever attempted? Well, yes, yes it is. Oh, well, I'll make short work of it, don't you worry. <laughs> oh, he's confident. Yeah, and uh, there's actually an extra little uh, pointer in this one, actually. You know how I mentioned the corners and the edges are probably your best sort of initial port of call to start with? <laughs> oh, look, these two, they've already done those two for us. That's oh, nice. yeah, you got a head start, that's, that's cheated. The uh, centerpiece, because it says it centers on your house, the center square is actually in the shape. Uh, the centerpiece is actually in the shape of a house. Well, so if you can find that, if we can find that, you see, we've already got the middle done as well, you see. I feel like I should be helping you, but no. No, well, you can if you like. You know. No, I, I think this the is... Joy, the joy of jigsaws is that they are, they are multiplayer games, essentially. <laughs> Come on. Can we class this as a game? Do we well, class these as games? They're games in the collaborative sense, are they not? Mm. I mean, what, uh, what are the criteria for games? Well, what's the what's the, like, your minimum sort of definition? What counts as a game and what doesn't? I should have looked up the definition of a game. Um, well, but you know, interestingly, so you're starting to think about me now. <laughs> yeah, but like, I would ever look that up. Yeah. Um, interestingly, me and Liam on our um, TV podcast actually spoke about um, the fact that they were showing the live live as well. I think the um, World Chess Championships. Excellent. Um, well. We did have a discussion about if that's really worthy of, you know, it was on at like six o'clock on BBC Two. It's like prime time. The people world sitting chess down, Yeah, people chess. sitting down and having their dinner. So like watching. Gary Kasparov and those guys. And oh, you know chess players? Well, I know Gary Kasparov, but that's it. Everyone knows him. I don't know him. I've never heard of it. I don't know any chess players. Well, he's, he's sort of like, I suppose he's like, yeah. Man United or your Real Madrid. Oh, is he? World. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Mate. But this was the point we were making was... He's a bad dude. Okay. okay. This... I would I would put this in the same category as chess. Would you now? As in, I don't think this is really the kind of thing that people want to watch. So the fact that I've elected to, to sit here <laughs> and watch you do... Oh, he's taking his jacket off. Getting serious. Well, you know. Yeah, the fact that it's ease of movement, you know. The fact I've elected to sit here and watch you do this, for the for the benefit of our listeners, is I mean I, I think I deserve a bit of credit credit for that because I would I would I would much rather I think I said on the podcast of Liam watch um, a, a race between some slugs really? than watch chess or <laughs> someone do a jigsaw. Well, hang on, I think we've got a breakthrough here. See, look at that. Spells Orpington. Oh, so you there found, we go. I found I found Orpington Hospital and Derek Wood School, ladies and germs. Oh well, that's progress. There we go. So see. we're five minutes in. About five, five minutes in. About five and a half in, and he's found Orpington. I found a bit of Caterham as well. Oh, okay. There you go. See. See, we're cooking on gas. <laughs> so that was the first instalment mm. of Andrew's jigsaw. Jamboree. Yeah. It all started so brightly, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, you'll see the slow demise of Andrew throughout the season. And you see, at this point, you might be thinking, well, what's all the fuss about? It sounds like he's having a lovely time. Yeah. And then <laughs> you'll see oh, what well, happens later the on. The horrors that unfold later this is on. The thing, in the it's, actually, it's actually quite a good feature because people are going to want to hear how you slowly just descend into madness. <laughs> all I'm going to say is it hasn't gone well. No. So far, no. But there you go. So there'll there'll be Don't more of that. About it. Be, <laughs> even thinking about it, I can see this vein popping out of his head. 
Um, yeah, we'll, uh, there'll be more of that next week and every week following. Um, back to some questions. Excellent. Shannon Walton. Hey, Shannon. Why? Why not? Yeah, I didn't think of that, did you? <laughs> All right. Uh, is it the old big sort of philosophical thing again, isn't it? She said, why? 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 I knew a bloke once. Yeah. If, if even the slightest misfortune befell him, like he spilt a little bit of his tea, yeah. or he you know, dropped a crisp on the floor, he'd go, why? <laughs> really, <laughs> a bit dramatically. Dramatic, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't know him anymore. <laughs> no? Cut him out. Don't need that drama in my life, do I? No, I suppose not. Um, yeah, Shannon often complains that we don't answer her questions, but I mean... I don't really... At least, well, complains that we don't answer them properly, I think, mm. is also the other, the other charge level at us. Yeah, I suppose. All right, why? Yeah. It's just sort of like an existen- another existential question, really, isn't it? Yeah. Why? Why anything? Well, you know... I don't know. Because. Because. Yeah, because. Because yeah. I said so. She's an inquisitive character. She yeah, wants to know yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah, you can't knock someone for being curious. No, I suppose not. Um, she did ask me once why I was toasting bread the way I was. And How I, were you toasting bread? In the toaster. Do you see How, what I mean? You mean the usual way? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, that's the, what I'm dealing with. Does Sharon usually do it under the grill then? She may do. Oh. But, exactly, perfectly acceptable. Yeah, yeah, but I, didn't, I, did, I just didn't think... Toasting bread in a toaster warranted a question. Maybe there was something about the technique that was slightly well, off. What did you do? You put it well, in. Maybe, maybe you put the bread in upside down or... I don't know. Definitely didn't. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, Matt Raven's got another question. Two in one week. That's a bit greedy, but go on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you'll like this one. If you were a Pokemon, what would you be called and evolve into? And would you slap that ketchup kid for making you fight Kinky means catch him, Ash catch him. Alright, uh, yeah. Oh, I get it. Ash ketchup. Yeah. Ketchup. Ketchup. Andrew's the way he says it, it's brilliant. Ketchup. Uh, ketchup. So, what Pokemon would you be? What would you be called if you were a Pokemon? Well, what, what are the types of Pokemon? You know this. Well, you know, electric, fire, water, grass, ghost, psychic, steel. Which, which one? Are, oh, steel, that's me. You'd be. <laughs> that's me. Yeah, yeah. Not grass, not the tree, not the dying oh, tree. No, of course I'm not the tree. <laughs> Alright, steel. You want to be steel. Uh, well, think of a good well, name for you. Who is it you say I am? Oh, out of the real Pokemon, mm. I always say you're like Psyduck. Yeah. Because he's constantly got a headache. and <laughs> I just constantly look... have a headache. Well, I look like it... I ought to, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Goodness but, me. Um, we need like a new name. Um, well, you know, steel. let's say I'm a steel Pokemon, because okay. you know, steel is quite cool. You could be your first. Uh, you could be called. Um, uh, let's think of one. I'm trying to think of stuff to do with words. You know, like a wordy uh, Pokemon. Um, that's made of steel for some uh, reason. I suppose lexicon. Lexicon. Okay, that could be the. F- would that be the first one? And then lexicornage. Lexicornage. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that sounds like because a robot I'm from Robot so, Yeah, yeah. That because be... I'm rock hard. I don't know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, okay, so lexicarnage evolves into oh linguistic carnage. Linguistic carnage. Ah, good to say. Yeah, there you go. And does that evolve into anything else? Well, you could do. It evolves into Doctor Johnson. 
<laughs> what brilliant. That'd be amazing. So it was. Um, I'm not sure what useful skills he'd have in a pokey battle, but there you go. Well, I imagine. You'd Do they call it a pokey battle? Well, yeah, a Pokemon battle. Or Anything battle. that pertains to the world of Pokemon has pokey as a prefix in it. Pretty much. So it's time for my pokey lunch now. Yeah, the pokey lunch. Going down to the pokey pub. <laughs> for a pokey pint. And a pokey pint. Well, all the bloody pubs are bloody pokey pubs these days. Yeah, oh yeah. These days, aren't they? People yeah. sitting there twiddling away. Yeah. A young millennial managed to vex me with his Pokemon antics the other day, you know. Oh, really? My, this is one I told you about. Walking to O'Neill's, and uh, at this point, they were IDing everyone. They still do ID everyone, I think. To, Mostly, to get yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very young chap walks up to the, uh, the, the lady's security on the door for the night. And just stops and starts staring at his phone, and like there's about three people sort of waiting behind him. It's like he's com- suddenly completely oblivious to the situation he's in. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, I'm terribly sorry. I'm catching a Pokemon." Yeah. And like, he's got his priorities sorted. Yeah, but like he's totally vexed the three of us behind him. He's like, "Well, why don't you do that before you got in the queue?" Yeah. Pool. And uh, <laughs> then the security lady said, "No, no you got to let these people through." Oh, 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 okay. He steps backward. And, re- and reverses directly into a couple of blokes behind him who then stagger backwards into me. Oh, great. I was furious. <laughs> Bloody oh. space cadets everywhere. Yeah. Fiddling with their um, pokey balls. Oh, well, the other question was, would you slap the ketchup kid or Ash Ketchum for making you fight? Let's not beat around the bush. Pokemon, even in the relatively innocent and carefree way it's p- portrayed in the TV show, it is basically a blood sport. <laughs> Capturing wild animals and then forcing them into <laughs> combat situations. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, you know, if I was a Pokemon, I wouldn't tolerate that. But that's, you're just seeing it so relentlessly, like... It's, it's Realistically, just... you mean? <laughs> oh, whatever. Listen, I wouldn't just slap that ketchup, kid. What would you do? I'd... Uh, special power. I'd as... turn him into ketchup. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Linguistic... Linguistic carnage. Yeah, yeah. Used... Words on Ash, and he he turned into a bottle of ketchup. (laughs) I don't know how that's supposed to work. Amazing. Um, All right, Jason. Oh, Jason Smith. (laughs) Hey you. Hey you. Um, All right, his first question is all right. He said, "What's the best track of 2016 so far?" The best track. Now wait a minute. That's not how we phrased the question. Yeah, and I changed it because I didn't know what the fuck he meant. So I'm just using one that we could actually use. Ah, okay. Well, his exact question was. Your bashment. Yeah, what's that? I don't know what that means. Does no. anyone at home know what bashment means? I think, no, actually, I think it's that thing he was telling us about. It's that type of music that's like, um, I don't know, like dub reggae used in clubs or something. And obviously, you don't know. Is bashment good? I don't listen to it. No, but I mean, does, does the word know. mean good? No, it just it's a type of music, I think. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just gonna go sharp, Jason, and use the question: What's the best track that's come out this year? Because um, that's a much more pertinent okay. question. My personal favourite this year has been uh, "You Will Never Be One of Us" by Nails. Okay. Just because it's such a ridiculous, <clears throat> ridiculously OTT title for an extreme underground band. Yeah. You know, because that's that's a scene which always, which always faces accusations of being completely elitist and inaccessible and all the rest of it and I think it's hilarious that they've called the track <coughs> You'll Never Be One of Us yeah that's a fair yeah, but choice. it's also an absolute banger of a track so that makes okay. it okay as far as I'm concerned 
I I would say my favourite track of this year so far has been um, maybe um, I don't know what track I'd go for. Maybe uh, what's it called? Oh, Shooting Star. Like oh, Gojira. from uh, from Gojira's latest yep. LP. Yeah, that would be my um, from Ma from the album Magma. That would be my choice. Um, good tune. It's a good tune. Jason's um, second question. <laughs> you already know it, don't you? Go on. What was your most epic daggering story? Well, Jason, I only have one daggering story. Okay. The fact that I have one at all is like. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. I've just looked up the definition of daggering as well. Right, were you not sure what it was? No, I didn't know. Oh, okay. I knew it was going to be something... I, yeah, basically... Well, do, do you want to read out the definition? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll read out um, the definition of daggering. A Jamaican slang use to refer to... One, having sex in an aggressive manner. Two, dancing and gyrating in an aggressive way. Mm. And then there's a quote... I'm going <laughs> to... The quote is... I'm going to get some good daggering from Susan tonight. Well, what does Susan have to say about this? It doesn't say. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Um, oh yeah. my God! Let me read this next quote. There's another are one. You, are you on Urban Dictionary? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you There's did. another one. This is. <laughs> I was daggering this transient bitch I met at a truck stop when I heard a snap followed by excruciating pain steaming from my dung. Sounds I think like it a, means stemming from my dung. Sounds like, a, sounds like the old banjo strings gone there. <laughs> yeah, but you got a story about daggering. Yeah, well, well I have to hear this. It's, it's not really. A, yeah, so basically, <clears throat> we should probably explain that in this context, we were referring to it as basically an extremely aggressive mating dance. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, no, the only daggering story I have is <laughs> it didn't actually involve any daggering, strangely right. enough. Okay. Uh, the other day when. Jamie and Jason and I were in the car going to collect the van for our tour. Yeah. That was amazing. Yep. But more of that later. Yeah. Um, they, 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 they were talking about it. Yeah. And I basically said, excuse me, what does daggering mean? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. They said, oh, so they got some, they got up YouTube on their phone. Yeah. And that epic daggering compilation 2016 <laughs> or, or something yeah. like that. Because people film this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because why not? Yeah, well, and yeah, it is basically that. Uh, so they all seem to be having a lovely time, though. Don't don't be seen, <laughs> you know. There was one where this dude picks up a woman and basically power bombs her through a bar, <laughs> okay. and everyone in everyone on the you know, footage who was watching this seemed to be very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly can't comment on whether this is a good thing in or not, but. You know. <laughs> Because this is a, this is an entirely new world to me. Yeah. Well, so you know what to do next time you see a lady you like in the pub. Just power bomb her through a table. Yeah. Well, that that's sure to work. Yeah. You'll be that'll be it. Or not? Maybe you'll get a night in the cells. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, that'd seem more and, appropriate. And a GBH charge. Yeah. And I think really it's a question of <laughs> you know, well, how do, how do you how do you how would you decide? How would you even know if it's acceptable to like dagger someone? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, get, I don't know. Do, do you, you like to, do you have to, have to, have to them and be like, do you like a bit of daggering? And they're like, yeah. yes, I do. And then you just go at it. Yeah, maybe. I wouldn't know any other way. Because I certainly wouldn't just pick a girl up and start like doing wrestling moves on her. Yeah. Well, I think it's, well, it's impolite. 
for one thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, picking anyone up and doing yeah. wrestling moves on them. It's a bit, a bit taboo. Yeah. Um, so they, that's my epic daggering story. Okay. There you go. Cool. There you go, Jason. Uh, Matt Field. Hey, Matt Field. He wants to know the least. Oh wait, do you mean Matt Rief? Or Rief, yeah, whichever one. I keep forgetting what his last name is. Yeah, I, re- I refuse to call him Rief. Okay. Because I know him as Field. Um, least embarrassing place to be caught wanking. Least embarrassing yeah. place to be caught wanking. Actually, I, gu- I guess. Probably, kind of, probably your room, I guess. I guess. Because that's, you know, if you're going to do it, that's. In the privacy probably, of yeah. your own home, in the room. Yeah. That was easy. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah. He also said he doesn't ask questions that often because we don't answer them properly. But uh, everyone says this. Well, not everyone. Only Shannon and Matt, really. I think no, Scott was complaining the other day about how. Well, no, he. <laughs> yeah, well, don't listen to another bloody podcast. See if I care. <laughs> oh, don't be like that. Um, I don't know if Scott asked the question this week. He didn't. Oh, oh my god! I'll have words of him. Scott, yeah, Scott, what's going on? Yeah, what's going on? We've got to get some words, mate. Yeah. Anyway, all right, sorry, Matt. If that wasn't the correct answer, then I don't know what to suggest. Yeah. Um, Mikey, blunt man. You know Mikey? Uh, yes, yes, yep. yes, yes. Didn't know he was called Mikey Blunt Man, though. He might have changed that now, and okay. I might have even got that wrong. But <laughs> Facebook is basically deep old these days, isn't it? Yeah. Um, he wants to know Henry or Dyson ooh mm. well as much as I like um, as much as I admire Henry's sort of uh, roguish charm <laughs> yeah you know what I mean well, he's got a face yeah that's what I mean <laughs> I mean if more you know household appliances had faces that would be you'd take better care of them thing, wouldn't basically, you yeah. do you think people like, who own Henry's like actually you know because people with vacuumers I don't know what you're like with Hoover, but you tend to sort of yank it around the place and it goes crash, bang, wallop, and yeah, yeah. it eventually breaks down and stops working and bits fall off. Do you think if people can more easily personify, uh, 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 anthropomorphize, I should say, mm. uh, their household appliances, do you think they take better care of them and they last longer? Maybe. You know, because I've never seen a broken Henry Hoover. I've only ever seen no. them in, you know, in reasonably good nick. It's <laughs> a good point. Whereas every other kind of Hoover... There's always bits missing, yeah, and you know, true. all the little attachments. If, Dyson had a, if Dyson's had faces, then you know, yeah, yeah, they'd be what, what would a Dyson Hoover called be called though? If it had a name and a little face, oh, I don't know, Gregory. <laughs> yeah, why not? I think there is a um, Hoover called Gregory. Is Henry's got a family, you know? Does he? Yeah. My God. There's one called Henrietta, which is a pink one. I've seen Henrietta. Yeah, yeah. I think there's also one called James, which is like what? a bigger blue one. Yeah, they've got them in the school. Oh way! Yeah, there's a whole family. There's a whole family tree. I'm really happy about this. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you some pictures. That's cheered me right up. There. Yeah, is. good. So, would you? Like, we've got to choose Henry, haven't we? Just for that fact. Dyson. Have you ever used a Dyson? They're decent Hoovers. They're really good, mate. <laughs> yeah, They're really good. They are. But Henry's it's the most good. satisfying thing in the world. Henry's are decent, though. Uh, okay. But the face takes it above and beyond. Yeah, but I mean, when you when you're hoovering, when you're cleaning up the house, do you want a friend in your Hoover or do you want it to be ruthlessly efficient <laughs> yeah I see your point you know I mean it's all you know say you've got people coming around let's say the Queen's coming to lunch mm. and you need to get and you woke up late and she's going to be here in an hour and you've got to tidy the place up do you want a cheerful chum like Henry just sort of winking at you <laughs> the entire time sort of um, really surreptitiously saying to you it's all going wrong 
<laughs> or do you want Dyson just to get it done? Yeah, okay, so you're choosing Dyson. Yeah. Alright, I'm choosing Henry, Mikey. Cheers for the question. Doug Cousins. Hey, Doug. If life is so fair, why do roses have thorns? Every rose has its thorn. Like every night has its dawn. Yeah. Yeah, who said that? No. Poison. I think it was poison. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Alright. You're not, your power ballad knowledge is not up to not really, scratch. No, no dear. I'm not a fan. You don't like power ballads. They're not my favourite right, things. Doug, we're putting your question on hold for a minute. Oh, for fuck Chris, sake. what the bloody hell are you talking about? <laughs> you don't like power ballads. I don't say I don't You're like them. You're literally the only person no. in the world who doesn't like them. I didn't say I don't like them. I just said they're not the thing that I would choose to listen to oh, that mate. often. They're too... I don't know what they are. I just they don't agree with me. They don't ag- I'm shocked and stunned. <laughs> Get, You're over literally, Get over You're me. literally the only person. You know there's that... Club night, ultimate power in London. No. Well, now you do. It's literally just power ballads for the entire night. That's probably why I haven't heard of it. That's amazing. <laughs> well, you should go there sometime. Um, I don't know if there is an actual answer to that question. Why do roses have thorns? Well, I would have so thought fair. it's a number of evolutionary pressures. <laughs> he, said, um, he said his life is so fair. Why do roses have thorns? Life isn't fair. Okay, well, there yeah. you go. But if it were, <laughs> hypothetically. Yeah. Um, well, if the roses didn't have thorns, it stands to reason that they'd all get gobbled up by something. Yeah. Or they wouldn't survive. They need the, they, they need the thorns, don't they, really? There you go. So, you know, maybe it is fair that they do have them. Otherwise, we wouldn't get to enjoy them. This Look is true. Way. This is true. Hey. All right, there you go, Doug. Sorry, Doug. <laughs> um, Emma Agnew, she's got a few questions. And hey, so Emma this is, this is the last few, so... First one, best wedding you've been to this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Emma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, who, who's, whose weddings have I been to? I've been to Gemma and Ben's. Yep. Uh, Emma and James. Yep. And Chris uh, and Helen. Chris and Helen. Um, well, here's the thing. The only complete wedding I've been to this year so far has been Gemma and Ben's. Mm. I've only been in the an evening guest for the other two. Yeah, yeah. So, Emma, I could only imagine that yours was spectacular, but I didn't get to see it. It so. was spectacular. Was I it? Was there? Yeah. Was it good? Yeah. Well, I suppose uh, I suppose I've got to basically say no. I'm not good. I'm not good. I'm not going to answer. I can't answer that. Why not? Because people get that with me, <laughs> won't they? Because well, if I say if I say, well, Jem's wedding was the best. Get Emma. Like I'm saying, what's wrong with my wedding? <laughs> yeah, basically. And likewise, if I say Emma's, you know, get Jim on the phone. Uh, so I heard the podcast. <laughs> we need to have a chat. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what the fucking hell are you playing? <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, and you know, same, same with Chris and Helen, basically. Yeah, exactly. I expect Chris will probably suplex me. If I... <laughs> yeah. So I can't answer that. So oh, I, I, I'll give the sensible answer. It's the wedding I haven't been to yet, which is my brother's getting married next month. Uh, so there answer. you go. There you go. Yeah. Keep right, it well, in the family. Um, yeah, Sorry, yeah. Emma. <laughs> well, Emma, yours was the best I went to. There you go. Everyone else can complain at me, I don't care. How many weddings have you been to this year? Probably uh, the same as me, I expect, actually. Yeah, I think so. So all of them free. Yeah. But again, I was only an evening guest for Ben and Gemma's, but I was at the other uh, two for yeah. the entirety. For the duration. So, yeah. Um, oh, then again, just thought, Helen and Chris, mm. that... Uh, Oh, the barbecue food. food. The food was good. Oh yeah, but then, God, but then Emma, and, Emma and James said like fish and chips. Ah, they did, didn't they? they? Came out in but the evening. I had to like chase the fish and chip people, <laughs> and because like you know, it got to it was that stage of the evening where everyone's you know they need to soak up the booze. They're a bit peckish, yeah, yeah. and then suddenly these people come around with a little chip and fish 
chip and fish chip and fish, <laughs> chip and fish things <laughs> and like people start like chasing them yeah, yeah and it's yeah. kind of like they, they're bereft it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's like oh damn so I had to then find myself I had to find a seat Basically, at the start of the route, because they were doing a little circuit, and I managed to figure out what the circuit was. So I had to position myself just at the start of it, because I kept getting yeah. beaten to yeah, yeah. fish and chips. Yeah, well. I got. I had my fill in the end, I was all right. Yeah, and right. they had tartar sauce, didn't they? They did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All good weddings, though. All, all good great weddings. weddings. Excellent um, weddings. Her next question is uh, best cheddar. And, and she'd like to add that um, her favourite is Mull of Kintyre. I didn't, wasn't aware there were different cheddars. Apparently so. Apparently I mean, I only know it as mild, medium, mature, very mature, very extra, super mature. Yeah. I like Blow I, your head off cheese. I like mild cheddar. Depends what, I don't know. You see, I used to be mild only. I really want some cheese now. Yeah. But the, really tr- the trouble is nowadays, cheese. I'm kind of like, you know... Bit of mature cheddar, just the right amount in a sandwich, is just absolutely perfect. Let's say it's it's uh, cheese, yeah. yeah, cheese and pickle, mm-hmm. no ham, cheese and pickle. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, and it's just the right amount, and maybe there's a layer of chutney in there as well. Fuck that. What? I hate chutney. Really? I hate it. Why? Don't like mixing savoury things with sweet things. I'm not talking about like you know that jar of mango chutney you get from the supermarket I'm don't talking like about don't like any chutney don't like jam don't like anything like that you don't like any kind of preserves I'm not saying I can't all. I'm not saying I can't eat it it's not the kind of thing I won't eat but I don't like it it's not it's no wow yeah uh, well I'm going to say um, well I can't answer that I don't I don't know I don't know Cathedral City don't think I've had have I had Cathedral City that's quite a common that's quite one. a common one isn't it <clears throat> it's quite usual yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, that one's... Actually, I think I have. That one's very good, actually, for macaroni cheese. Yeah, I imagine and so. I make an absolutely banging macaroni cheese, mate. Yeah? I do. I'll make it for you sometime. Yeah. Anyone who wants I a macaroni cheese, I'll sort you Step out. Step this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> she also said, uh, why have you changed your name to Drew on Facebook? Because it's my midlife crisis, and I'll reduce the length of my name by seven, uh, 25% if I want to. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. Uh, her final question was: Should James go on a skiing holiday? James, her partner, obviously. Um, so, what should he? James, you definitely should, mate. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, it's good fun. Is he sort of a bit reluctant then? I, I'm not. I can't actually. It was in the pub. She told me, and then she said, "Ask the question." I can't remember why he didn't want to go or he wasn't keen on going. Uh, James, don't be a wally. Go skiing. It's it's brilliant. Well, there you go. That concludes our run of questions for Already? Our, our first episode back. Yeah, so it's fucking wow. joke time. So I'm going to prepare to beat on you if this is terrible, because you said I would. It's awful. <laughs> Good. So, uh, but that's what people seem to like, so, you know. Just give it to I'm only satisfying a consumer demand. Exactly. Basically. You know. Alrighty, yo. Here it is, the first... Our first joke. First joke of the week. Right. Season okay. three. Brace yourselves. Once upon a time, there was a bloke. Good. And uh, he was walking down the road one day. And uh, this bloke, he had it going pretty sweet. You know, he had uh, he had a good career. Yep. Yeah. Excuse me, on the roll effect. He was head of procurement at um, Cathedral City. <laughs> okay. There you go. 
And, uh, yeah. Brady wants some cheese. Yeah, well. Carry on. Yeah, don't milk it, mate. No. Yes. Um, <laughs> otherwise, you'll be in a bit of a pickle. <laughs> oh, fuck off. I thought it was me that he was supposed to do the puns. Wow. What's happened? All right. Roll reversal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was like, yeah, you know, he was, had a good career, that was going well. Had a nice house, happily married, two kids, a cat and a dog, who got on famously, thank God, because that would have been a complete right. nightmare otherwise. Yeah. So he's walking down the road one day and uh, sees a scrap of paper on the floor. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just so happens that, uh, I, sh- I should point out actually, that he's on a business trip to Cardiff. Okay. I don't know why Cardiff, but... Whatever. Why not? It's in Wales, and that's important for the sake of this joke. Okay, good. And he doesn't live in Wales. He lives in uh, Broadstairs. Right. So it's a bit of a commute, but, you know, there you go. Got to do what you got to do. Got to do what you got to do. So he's walking down the street. He's just walked out of his uh, Ibis luxury Mm. uh, hotel. Yeah, yeah. All the channels on the TV... Yeah. Free croissants in the morning. Lovely. Um, and he's strolling off to his meeting, feeling fresh and invigorated and ready to snap some necks and cash some checks and earn nice. burning, all the rest of it. But he sees this scrap of paper on the floor. And normally he didn't ignore these sorts of things, except this scrap of paper looked as if it had arrived there fairly recently, within the last sort of 20 minutes or so, and it had something written on it. Okay. This is very strange. Mm. And I thought, on a whim, on a, uh, you know, a fleeting fancy that was going to alter the course of his life forever, mm. he decided to pick it up. Right. And from that moment, he was doomed. Okay. Absolutely doomed. Right. And so he picked it up, looked at it, a bit of writing on there. It's written in Welsh. Okay. And so, well, man doesn't speak Welsh or read Welsh, so he's had a bit of a loss there, really. So he thinks, oh, well, I'll put it in my pocket and uh, maybe I'll take care of that later. But uh, he sees, a moment or two later, he sees an old lady walking along. He thinks, oh, maybe, maybe I'm in Cardiff, maybe she speaks Welsh. Yeah. And can read it, so maybe she can... Sound reasoning. Maybe she can enlighten me as to... um, yeah. What, it what, says. what says what says on this bit of paper so uh, she goes, he goes excuse me I'm, I'm terribly sorry to bother you I'm not from around here but I just found this piece of paper on, on this floor I'm, uh, I don't speak Welsh but I was wondering if you do because I'm just so curious as to what this says so oh, right, well let me have a look at that she says reads it and looks at him pushes the paper back into his chest and says you disgust me like, well, what, 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 what do you mean? So she's like, get out of it. So she, in one hand she's got an umbrella and the other she's got her handbag. She's like, whack, 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 swinging them round. Okay. Like, he's, like, he's like, I've got to get out of here. This yeah, old yeah. lady is pretty, pretty annoyed. So, he, you know, he you know, dashes off and she says, ah, never, never speak to me again. Oh, blimey. And uh, a, a police officer who's just sort of strolling along at this point, uh, you know, Whistling a merry tune in the way that police officers do, mm-hmm. I expect. Um, sees all this, strolls up and goes, 
what's all this then? Yep. Because that's exactly how police officers in Cardiff sound. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Obviously. <clears throat> um, and the dude says, I'm terribly sorry, officer, but uh, he explains the situation, the piece of paper and how he wanted the old lady to, to read it. He says, well, you're, it turns out you were in luck, sir. Because yep. I also speak Welsh, being a Welshman. <laughs> yep. And sounding like one too. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Uh, could you present me with a note, please, sir? Mm. So he does. Reads it and says, Right, you're nicked me, old son. Says, oh, this is bad. Well, I think you know why. I'm afraid I don't. Shut up. Trunctions him around the back of the head. Oh, he blacks out. Damn. Wakes <clears throat> up in Cardiff Magistrates Court, same day. Mm. Because, you know, he tells all the boys down the station what's going on. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. Deal with this one straight away. We can't have people like this roaming the streets. Okay. And uh, so drag him before the judge. And uh, says, the judge says, right, so what have we got here? And uh, police officer says, I apprehended this year's scallywag. He's been going around showing this to old ladies. Yep. And uh, Charles says, right, let me look at that. And his eyes, eyebrows look like they're about to leap off his head. So enraged and disgusted he is. Yeah. So he says, oh my God, what a bastard. <laughs> Bobs the gavel at the dude's head. God. Yeah, he says, right, <clears throat> 10 years. That's pretty No rough. appeals. He says, well, don't I get, don't, don't get defence? No, not for this, you don't. Scoundrel. Okay. So he goes to jail. So right now I really want to know what's written on this piece of paper. So he goes to jail. <laughs> and uh, turns up with uh, lumps and bumps on his head from the gavel and the truncheon and earlier. And uh, someone says, Blimey, you look like you've been in the wars. What's, uh, what are you doing here? So he explains. Yep. And he says, oh, well... Um, Funny story, I'm not going to believe this, but I started off today sitting pretty and it's all this blasted bit of paper's fault. So he explains about, you know, doesn't understand what it means and all the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he says, well, you don't happen to have that bit of paper on you, do you? He says, well, I do, but given the way it's gone so far, I don't think I want to show it to you, to be honest. He says, well, okay, well, if you don't want me to see it, why have, you, why have you not destroyed the bit of paper if it's bringing you such bad luck? Because I'm really curious now. Yeah. I really want to know what it says. Yeah, yeah. He says, well, why don't you show it to me then? And I promise I won't freak out, I won't be angry. You know. Um, so, reads it. Mm -hmm. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Whack! <laughs> and, ridiculous. You know, and then, you know, Next day, that in the courtyard walking around doing their exercise, he gets shanked repeatedly. Oh dear. Somehow survives. Yeah. Uh, but you know, the next, the stretch of 10 that he does is pretty rough. Yeah. Because yeah. he's known now as that guy with a bit of paper. Yeah. And uh, obviously, in the intervening 10 years, everything else in his life falls apart. You know, he loses his job of, as head yeah, of procurement yeah. of the Cathedral City. <laughs> yeah. Wife leaves him, takes the kids, and the cat and the dog. Oh, damn. The cat and the dog are outraged as well. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, basically spends the next 10 years obsessed with this piece of paper. Yeah. They have to put him in solitary because it's no longer safe for him to yeah, be amongst yeah. the general prison population. So he just sits there for the next 10 years with this bit of paper. 
reading it, reading it, reading it over and over and over again until eventually he's let out. And uh, he's still got the, he's lost everything in his life. Absolutely, you know, everything's gone wrong. Everything that could conceivably have gone catastrophically wrong has. But he's still got a bit of paper because it's now the only purpose he has in yeah. life. Trying to find out what it says. Yeah. Well, what else has he got? There you go. Nothing. Just, just broken down old man now. And uh, so, you know, he goes and, uh, you know, eventually let him out. He goes to his, checks in with his parole officer once in a while, you know, trying to keep him on the straight and narrow, stop him from falling off the grid. Mm. But, you know, his obsession with a bit of the paper, you know, the inevitable happens. Gets beaten up a few more times, in and out of the nick a few more times, until eventually he's just uh, you know a broken down hobo living on the street. Yeah. Sort of ranting to himself about this bit of paper. And uh, so he's sitting there under a bridge one day, swigging from well what we assume is a bottle of booze, poorly concealed in a brown paper bag. But I don't know why people even bother with a brown paper bag, to be honest with you, because we all know it's booze. Yeah. Yeah. Swinging from his bottle in a brown paper bag, telling people to fuck off. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, We've all seen him. Yeah. And uh, so he's got nothing, basically, at this point. I'm getting that, yeah. And uh, one day a very, very kindly priest sort of happens upon him. Yeah. And says, "Blimey, you uh, you don't look uh, you look like a man who could use some priestly company." Okay. Says, "Well, initially he's like, fuck off." <laughs> you know, yeah. Says, "No, no. I've, believe me, I've 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 helped many people before, and as far as I'm concerned, no one is beyond salvation. No one is beyond redemption if they truly believe it." So he considers this for a moment and says. Speak, priest. Yeah. So he does. So, I'm going to assume you weren't always like this, right? You know, you, you didn't grow up as a bum or a hobo. And you didn't, you know, you were... Uh, I expect your circumstances were much, much very different to this. And he's like, that's the first time anyone's actually sort of said that to me since I've been out. So, well, you know, as I said, I've, you know... Experience, met many people in your situation before let's talk it out let's see what we can do so uh, he explains explains how he used to be a high flyer in the cheese game and how it all came badly unhinged one day yeah just by chance capturing this bit of paper and he says well the piece says well why did you hang on to the bit of paper he says because I've got nothing else well why don't you let go now I can't I need to know I can't move on from this until I know what the bit of paper says the priest says well there's something else I should tell you what's that I actually am Welsh I can speak and read Welsh and if you like I believe you what you told me you know I don't believe you've been you know showing this bit of paper to people maliciously I think you know. I think you're you're genuine. So, if you give me the piece of paper, I can read it for you. And he thinks about this for a second. Like, 
But once I know what's on the bit of paper, I won't have a purpose anymore. Just trust me, you've got to let go of this. So he's thinking about it, he's sort of holding out the piece of paper in his hand, going over it, thinking, do I give it to this man or not? You know, do I lose my purpose in life or do I risk another beating, this time by an elderly priest? Yeah. And he sort of just sort of freezes there for a good few minutes and the priest eventually gets bored of this and decides to take matters into his own hands. Okay. Grabs one end of a bit of paper. Yeah. And there's a tug of war. No, no, stop, stop. You've got to give it to me, mate. You've got to give me the paper and end this. No, 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 you can't see it, you can't see it, you can't see it. And this tug of war goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And then finally, a piece of paper gets ripped to smithereens and carried away on the breeze. Okay. Oh, I don't. Is that it? You thought you were going to get to know what was on the bit of paper, didn't you? Is that it? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, all right, just to point out, Julian and Scott, you were the ones that said you wanted this. And Emily. And Emily. Yep. So, thank you. <laughs> no oh, that's not even a joke, though. Yeah, it is. No, there's no punchline. You did just, yeah, I do want to fucking hurt you. Oh, fuck this. All right, yeah, wicked. That's that done. Um, welcome back to Words with Chris and Drew. Fine, um, you? Yeah, you have. Good. But guess what? We have to go over back and finish that jigsaw puzzle now. Yeah, well, That's I don't your... feel so. I've, I've had a break now, though. You know? I, feel like, I feel like I can deal with it yeah, now. Yeah, okay, cool. I feel like I'm in the zone now. Yeah, sure. We'll see how long that lasts. All right, well, um, thank you to everyone again for all the questions. Yeah, keep them coming. We'll see you and talk to you next week. Thank Stay you. wordy. Stay wordy. Oh, God.